Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is the I May Be Wrong podcast. I'm your favorite host, Ryan White, and he is the unapologetic Homer, aka BT. BT, say what's up to everybody. Go Cowboys. Go Mavericks. <laughs> go Rangers. Go Stars. More importantly, like I said, the unapologetic Homer. Uh, we have quite a bit to get to today, including the NBA playoffs as well as season predictions for the NFL, which kicks off here on Thursday night. But first, we saw some pretty big contracts take place over the weekend, saw a handful of players get paid, uh, most notably Deshaun Watson signed a four-year extension for $160 million with 111 total guaranteed. Can I interject and say one thing about that contract? <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes got, what was it, 10 years? 12 years. 12 years, $500 million? And 477 was guaranteed. I always feel like I, when I say that, I'm, that's not right. That's right, right? Yeah, I believe so. So, Deshaun Watson, according to the Texans, is the third, a third of the quarterback that Mahomes is, basically. No, man. I, don't manipulate the numbers like that, man. It's just his deal is longer, so they could put the money, they could stretch it out. Watson probably didn't. I mean, not everyone wants to sign a 12-year deal. You know, like four years is fine. It adds on to his current contract. So if it was 12 years, it'd be 480 million. So it is pretty much on par. I mean, it's if you multiply the four years and the money three yeah. times. All right, I see. I see then. That's pretty close. Dang. I mean, it's it's deserved in my opinion. When you look at the young quarterbacks in the NFL, it's deserved. Deshaun Watson, since he's came in, since his rookie year. I, Actually, that's Mahomes' money, pretty much. That's Pat Mahomes' money. That's good money. That's close. That's good money. Uh, Tredavious White, cornerback for the Buffalo Bills, got paid as well. He's now the top-paid corner in the NFL. Keenan Allen got paid over in San Diego. Worth every dollar. Yeah. L.A. Spano said in the release, quote, San Diego has been our home for 56 years. It will always be part of our identity. But today we turn the page and begin an exciting new era as the Los Angeles Chargers. And then yesterday we saw the Steelers pay uh, their defensive lineman, Cam Hayward. Uh, that was also well-deserved. Love to see all the top players get their money uh, ahead of time instead of, you know, when the contract's up or having, having to watch them battle with the front office. Never want to see anything like that. But you know who's happy watching these guys get paid, watching these quarterbacks get paid? Who's that? Lamar Jackson. Mm. If you think about it, after seeing what Mahomes got, and now we just saw what Deshaun Watson got from the Texans, bro. Next offseason, if depending on what Lamar Jackson does this season, and really it doesn't really matter. He's not gonna. He, he might not replicate the numbers that he had last year because now you know the more the more film teams get on you, the better they the more adjustments they're able to make. So I'm sure he'll see some different things this year. But I just want to see him keep developing as far as the passing game. Lamar because. Jackson. Yeah, I mean, no, he he can throw the ball. We saw him throw five touchdowns in a game last year. Yeah, I he mean, can we, throw. But what I'm saying is, when it comes to the playoffs, and yeah, his receivers dropped a lot of balls in the games that they, in the game that they lost to the Titans. Mm -hmm. But when teams make it a point to take him away or take his running ability away as best they can, especially in the playoffs, it just looks different. So, and he depends a lot on his tight end. We saw Mark Andrews lead the league in touchdowns beast. by a tight end. 10, so, I think. Yeah, so I'm looking to see if he can 
you know, get his receivers more involved. Marquise Brown is healthy now fully. So get him involved. I think they got Devin Duvernay from Texas here in the uh, fourth round. That's what I was going to ask. Do they add any receivers? Yeah, they got Duvernay. They did draft a running back. They drafted J.K. Dobbins, <laughs> right? Yeah, they got Dobbins uh, to pair with Mark Ingram. So the run game is going to be on point as usual. Oh, yeah. Um, the other name I would say that's that's probably his ears are ringing a little bit is Dak. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, Dak is probably like, dude. Oh, you know he's, you know he's pissed. Is he going to be here next year? Sorry if, to swing into that one, but. If the Cowboys want him here, yeah. So you think if we offer him the right amount of money, he's going to stay? He doesn't feel well, that's disrespected what, at all? Of course he feels disrespected, but he's still being PC and saying this is where he wants to be. And if you think about it, just from a business standpoint alone, who wouldn't want to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys? You're correct. He grew up a Cowboys fan, too, so that doesn't hurt. Yeah, man. And it's, it's like his, it's his dream come true. Might as well stay. If, if Like I said, if they give him what he wants or close to what he wants, if they show him that they want him, and not, you know, we need to pay him. Yeah. Because uh, I well, I have a feeling he's going to have a huge year. And I remember my prediction last week was 4,800 yards and 35 touchdowns. Dak's going to throw for 4,800 yards this year and probably 35 And touchdowns. on that note. <laughs> Go back to last season. He threw 4,900 yards last season. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So I was just I was just trying to give him some high ceiling numbers just to be that guy. But hey, here I am looking at last year. He he might throw fifty five hundred yards. Yeah, this year. you got to remember the start he got off to those first what three or four games. And we add C D Lamb, and you take toxic Jason Witten out of the offense, a guy who <laughs> yep. demands the. I mean, obviously, I, well, we won't get into that. But I mean, I like getting rid of Witten and adding C D Lamb. We're gonna Dak's gonna have a huge year. I like Blake Jarwin. Jarwin's a solid Dalton Schultz or uh, Dalton Schultz. Yeah, Dalton I think it's Schultz. his names. He's he looks like he's on the come up in camp from everything I've been reading. So hey, go boys. <laughs> I think y'all have a shot to do something special this year. But I mean, I always feel that way because y'all on paper, it's just so I don't know, you guys y'all are so deep with talent. Correct. I guess the only question this year is at cornerback, maybe. Yeah, and right now, safety. I mean, <clears throat> we cut Ha Ha Clinton Dix during the week. I think it's Xavier Woods and uh, Thompson. They'll be the starters, right? Who's Thompson? Darian Thompson is a safety out of Boise State. He was drafted by the New York Giants in the third round in 2016 and now plays for the Dallas Cowboys. Darian Thompson. So Darian Thompson is yeah. going to be the starting strong safety? From what I read, now I don't know. I'm not at practices. I'm not a coach, so who knows? But we'll see on Sunday. We're definitely going to see. I don't know why we haven't signed Earl Thomas yet. Um, I guess maybe him being a locker room problem is really keeping us off him. I don't, I don't know. I think, I don't know, man. At this point, y'all are probably doing yourselves a favor by not signing him. Just seeing where he is uh, mentally. And, like, just everything that went on in the offseason leading up to him getting released. Bro, I mean, we saw last season. Look at everything that went on with Antonio Brown leading up to when he finally got released. Then he signs with the Raiders, gets into it with the front office on the practice field. And, I mean, we all know where it ended up. He's still not even back in the NFL, suspended for the first eight games this year. And I'm not saying that's the path that, that he's going to take. But, yeah, I think Earl Thomas should be signed by now. Yeah. But clearly, these front offices know something that we don't know. And it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. NBA playoffs? 
NBA got, playoffs. We got going on over here. I was super wrong about the Heat last week. Who are they playing? Celtics are going to wipe out the Raptors. Bucks are going to wipe out the Heat. I picked the Bucks like it was going to be a sweep. So apologies, apologies to Jimmy Butler. Yeah, because it was almost a sweep. But yesterday, uh, Giannis, we saw him go down in the second quarter with an ankle injury, and mm. the Bucks still end up getting the win. Finished it off late. Mm. Is that an ankle injury or is that a hey? Uh, I'm good, dude. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm good. I think uh, Dallas has something to... better for me, and I'm ready <laughs> oh, to move yeah. on. This bubble go. sucks, by the way. Here you go. No, I don't. I don't know. He's not one. It's it's not in his character. No, nah, he, like he was limping after. I saw he he definitely looks like he was hurt. And he screamed, dude. When he went down, I don't know if you saw it, but he screamed. I saw the replay, but I wasn't, I haven't heard If you're the a Bucks audio. fan, that's got to be terrible to watch. Anytime I see Luca go down, I'm like, I'm clinching. Well, we'll see if he plays tomorrow night because we will. I mean, they have a little bit of life right now. I expect the Heat to close that out, though. I do too. And I thought that the Celtics at this point. The way that it started off the first two games going up 2-0, I thought that series would have been over, but... Well, what's the score right now? You still got that pulled up or no? It's, they were up like 30 points about four minutes it's ago. game five right now. It's 67-45 to 45 in the third quarter right now. So Celtics are up. Celtics are up 3-2 in the series. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say Basically, as long as nothing crazy happens right now, they'll be up 3-2. It could have been 4-0 by now, but... The Raptors hit that shot in overtime at the buzzer to win in game that, three. And OG, OG and Anobi? Yeah. Uh, so we got Bucks down 3-1 to the Heat. Shout out Jimmy Butler because he's a dog. A dog. I used to try to find ways, just like I said last week with Adam Silver, I'm the same with Jimmy Butler because of the whole thing in, uh, I guess it was Minnesota where he was when he was like, oh, he on. like walked out of prayer. He did something. Hold and everybody on. was like, what a bad teammate. Uh, hold on. So I listened to the media, So here, <laughs> which was be, my mistake. Bro, you got to do your own research, man. Because the man is a dog. Things. So this is what happened. Okay, so in Minnesota, Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins, two guys that were what? Both number one overall picks. And they both had, you know, experience, but they weren't, their work ethic was, in Jimmy's words, piss poor. Mm. Jimmy is a guy, if you remember, he was not a high draft pick. Jimmy is a guy who went to a JUCO. Mm -hmm. By the way, he's from Humble, Texas. So of Chip course, on his shoulder for sure. Yeah, and he's from Texas, so you know I'm going to roll with him. But so so them, dude, them dudes in Jimmy's mind weren't, they weren't ready for the, they dog, just didn't the know, dog lifestyle. They didn't know how to work. If you hear about Jimmy even right now, you're hearing about him being in the bubble at 4.30 a.m. He's the man. He's a dog, and I need them to close this out, and we'll he's see who they play out of the... Celtics and Raptors. It's looking like you, the Celtics. But see, do you have the Celtics? You think or what? I hope the Celtics win that series. I want to so, see Celtics and Heat. That'll be a good. That would be a good series. Good series. So and then we got uh, Rockets Lakers, which okay hmm. game one. Hmm. Game one. Hmm. I was I was kind of upset, but I I kind of you kind of expect that because. If you're a LeBron fan, like looking back, I think it's five out of the past seven series of his in the playoffs, mm -hmm. his team has lost game one. And yes. that goes like, if you remember back in, what was that, twenty the 2012 finals against the Thunder, once they had lost, after they lost to Dallas the year before, uh, they lost game one to Kevin Durant, Harden, and Westbrook. And in that press conference, him and D-Wade talked about how they kind of used it as a feel-out game. Mm -hmm. And then you saw them go winning in five mm -hmm. and so 
you see LeBron do that more often than not in the playoffs. And that's what we saw Friday night. Yeah, they lost, but he was like, okay, now we know how to adjust. And you see Vogel go deeper into his rotation for game two. You see Keith Morris in there who came up huge. Rondo came up big, even though he was, he was a little erratic at times, but you know, he came up big and he's a savvy vet and their bench just came to play. And instead of keeping JaVale McGee in or putting Dwight Howard in who was out this game, they went with the smaller Morris who's more versatile to match the small ball from Houston and it turned out good. I definitely think game one was a case of the Lakers not playing well. Yeah. Because I watched game two. Brian didn't have any points in the fourth quarter. Well, and Russell Westbrook looks lost. I had I didn't know that he was so like he is not comfortable in Houston, and I didn't know that last week when I picked the Rockets. Obviously, I haven't been paying attention to yeah. the NBA other than the Mavs, but man, he looks lost. Like he's running, he do he looks like me in a pickup game. It it doesn't look like the Russell Westbrook Dude. we know. It he looks bad, and Bron. I don't know what's going on between them two, but one Bron had the two hand block pinned it against the glass mm. on the fast break, and then he had. He dunked on him in that same game. He threw a ball like, I mean, oh he yes, swatted yeah, that was Russell. yesterday. Yesterday he swatted one. I don't. There's no crowd, so we don't know how far. So, it went. so like you said, the Lakers have a lot of depth and they use it well. And the Rockets are only playing eight guys. I, I looked at the box score. They only play eight guys, and one of them is um, it's Austin like Rivers, Jeff Green, House, Jeff Green, and House. House only plays like eight minutes, so they're really only playing seven guys. None of them are above six eight. Lakers are going to win simply because Westbrook is lost. <laughs> and James Harden, I, I just, I still don't know if he's got it. Uh, I still don't know if he's got the killer, like. Uh, Without Westbrook being the Westbrook he is, it's going to be mm -hmm. hard to, for James Harden to overcome LeBron and AD. They both, they combined for 62 points in game two. Like they turned, they hit the switch. They looked great. They flipped the switch. They looked great. Yeah. It's Taco Tuesday! The final series, the Clippers and the Nuggets. Clippers came out in game one and, of course, won by 30 points. The Nuggets had just come off of game seven, so they were exhausted. I don't know if you saw that post-game interview with Jamal Murray, but uh, the lady's telling him, uh, how are you going to prepare for Thursday night? And it was Tuesday, and they had just got done winning. He said, wait, we play Thursday? Yeah. <laughs> Jamal Murray is a great player. Uh, oh, I, know, yeah. I know you're ready to get into Kawhi uh, game two performance and, hey. you know. We, I can, mean, we can do that right now because last week we deemed him the best player in the NBA. I don't know if I meant that. I, so this week, I think that we're going to talk about how he went, what, four for 17 shooting. Oh, four he for went 17. 0 for three from three. And 13 Ooh. points. He had zero points in the fourth quarter. Oh. And apparently he didn't want to guard uh, Jamal Murray in the last minutes of the game. Oh. So if you want to go ahead and bash Kawhi, because like Shannon Sharp was saying, he doesn't really get the uh, criticism that these these great even Paul George is getting bashed worse than oh, Kawhi. Oh, Paul George got the internet destroyed Paul George. So if you want to go ahead and, you know, break off Kawhi right now and here's get it the out of the way, though. go for it. Here's the thing about it. I could do that, but at the end of the day, <laughs> it's still the Clippers versus the Nuggets and they need to win three more games to end it. They're the deepest team in the NBA. There's a reason everyone picks them to win the West. Mm -hmm. So... Kawhi had an off game. It's the first time it broke a 47-game playoff streak for him having at least 15 points. Whoa. Uh, wow. Yeah. I mean, how That's often incredible. is how often are we going to see him make or no hit wonder, 13? No wonder we're not criticizing him. 
because he doesn't ever. <laughs> no, I mean he's he's I, I get very it. consistent. Yes, and he's like consistent. what's the point in me hating on him? Because all all that's gonna happen is he's gonna come back in game three, probably hit thirty plus, and then I'm gonna sit here and have to eat my words. Well, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> I'm gonna say something then, since you won't. For being the best defensive player in the league, the so-called best defensive player in the league, game four against the Mavericks, Luka Doncic has the ball in his hands. Reggie Jackson's guarding him. Bro. Last game, Jamal Murray's got the ball in his hands, and Kawhi's not guarding him. Why well, is Kawhi not stepping when up? When Kawhi guard the best and player? Paul George were switching on to Luka, Luka was eating both of them up. But and now, defensive player of the year. Last last possession hey, of the game. I don't know. Why yeah. are you letting Reggie Jackson? I think they got the switch on that play though, didn't they? Dodgers pulls up three pointer. Correct, Ryan. Kawhi was screened out of the play, resulting in Reggie Jackson switching to defend Luka on the final shot. Either way, he was eating all of them up, and what what happened happened, man. And now you see Jamal Murray just giving it to him, too. Jamal Murray is great, and Jokic. They got Nuggets are good, too. They got some depth. I'm going to say this. The series is going to go seven games. Imagine if the Nuggets had, or if people could play on their home courts, you know, having to travel to Denver. Yeah, that's an advantage that no, they that would be that would help them out a whole lot right now. This season's that. already, you know, there needs to be an asterisk no matter. No, what, man, probably. I'm not one of those. I don't agree with that. Maybe not for basketball, but for baseball. Oh yeah, baseball for sure. Gosh, I bet the ratings. Are, I don't know. I haven't looked. Sixty down. game season. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. So <laughs> I think it'll go seven games. I think the Clippers are gonna win. You think Clippers Nuggets will go seven? I do. I do, bro. I still feel like it's gonna go five. Whew. But they play here in about Nuggets thirty are minutes. Tough. Nuggets, are, Nuggets tough. are tough, man. But I just feel I don't know. You're saying you're saying Kawhi and Paul are gonna put turn it on, and it's. I'm just saying the Clippers in general. I can't yeah. necessarily say Paul George because I don't know what Paul George we're gonna get. But as far as Denver, if you really look at them, it's a two. It's Jokic and it's Murray, and well, it's maybe Michael Porter Jr. shows up. But if you look at how he's been performing in the playoffs, we can't depend on that right now. So. What's Murray and Jokic going to do, and how long can they keep that up? Well, and like my boy Pete said this week, he texted me. He said, what do you think about Pat Beverly or the Clippers when Pat Beverly's back? I don't know. Is he back? Is Beverly back yet? I don't He's back. But Dude, let me hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Patrick Beverly is a great defender uh, because what he does is he's, he's like, he's like uh, picking at you. He's like pissing you off. He's he's getting in your head. He's kind of like Lance Stevenson trying to blow in LeBron's ear type of, type of player. You know what I'm but saying? But a way better he's defensive a pest. player. He's a way better. He's just a pest, Patrick Beverly. So I say if Pat Beverly's back, he played 15 minutes last game. 15. So he's, so he's going to ramp it up. He'll yeah. probably play 22 tonight. And they're around gonna, there. But are they going to ask him to guard Murray? I would. I would be. In uh, the words but, of Shaq, I feel like that would be barbecue chicken. I mean, oh my god. Yeah, he'll. He'll pester him a little bit, bro. But I don't know, man. I'm not Jamal is a scorer. I used like, to be a lot bigger on Pat Bev now. I don't know if it's more of how, how much he's been talking. Like he's a little cocky. He's a little cocky. I mean, he's, when have, he's, on small. That team. he's small, dude. He's he ain't got nothing. Yeah. He ain't got nothing going for him. He's gotta be a dog out there. Hopefully we get the matchup everybody wants to see, which is Lakers Clippers, but let's see how well, this second round ends up. Ryan Ryan says five games, Clippers. Ryan thinks the Clippers are gonna go ahead and just you know, dust off the Nuggets. I think it's going to go seven games, but I still have the Clippers. I still have the Clippers winning. Yeah. I mean, if you go game seven against Kawhi, you're going to lose. Clippers are going to win, man. Speaking of game seven, <clears throat> how'd you yeah. feel about your Stars game seven the other day? 
Stevie Rocca setting up in front. He shoots. He scores! A hat trick and a game seven overtime winner for Yoel Stevie Rocca of the Dallas Stars who move on to the Western Conference Final. Oh, dude. Let me just say right now, Stars are going to win the Stanley Cup. That's a that's a that's a BT guarantee. No doubt, huh? Uh, no doubt about it. We won last night, one to zero. We showed the defense. I'm not a huge hockey guy. This podcast isn't going to be real big on hockey. Our stars are in the Western Conference Finals. We went to overtime in the Game Seven against the Avalanche. If you watched the game, you saw what happened. It was back and forth the whole time. We come out in the fourth or the third. We score right away, right after they get up on us, one goal. We tie it. We go to overtime and we hit the one timer for the win, baby. Now we're in the Western Conference Finals. We're up one zero. Here's my prediction: Vegas we're gonna sweep. Pretty, we're gonna sweep Vegas. Come on, bro. Now I don't even watch that much hockey, but I know that that's just okay. Pull out the broom. I, you are the unapologetic owner. <laughs> but that right there, like. I honestly like I. I'm playing. I, I just don't know enough about hockey, but yeah, I'm a homer. I'm From go. what I do know, though, I, I wanted them to end up playing the Canucks instead of Vegas. Vegas is tough, but hopefully Dallas gets it done and yeah, goes to the Stanley um, Cup. Do we know who's in the who's in the East, in the East. for the for the NHL right now? Um, Lightning and Islanders. Yeah, in the East is the Lightning and the Islanders. So. Either way, I don't know much about any of them. Let's you know, go Stars. They from Dallas. Yeah. That's the only Dallas team I really ride with. We don't know nothing about Lightning or. or uh, yeah, we won't spin. We won't try to lie to y'all. We're just gonna say <laughs> we're just gonna let BT say go Stars here and uh, go Stars. Went to my we first get a Stanley Cup. Went to my first Stars game last year. Everybody it's told good. me it's good in person. Yeah, they right? were saying it's pretty lit, and it was lit, bro. Did you get to see a fight? Um, that's kind of like no, nah, I didn't see a fight. See, that's kind of what separates hockey for me is they can fist fight. Yeah. During the game. And it's not an issue. They let them fight it out. And so let's let's get off hockey and jump back to the NFL. Jadavian Clowney finally signed a week before the season starts. Finally found a home in Tennessee. He's on a one-year deal. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, the Titans were already the second-best team in the AFC to me. And signing Clowney just kind of solidifies okay. that. They're think, not going to jump the Chiefs. Do you but. think that's going to carry over? you think last year's late run is going to carry over into this season? Yeah. Yeah, I think the Titans are a solid team. I don't think it was – they were – Ryan Tannehill took over, and it was like a whole new team, man. Tannehill is yeah. – what I'm saying is I think Tannehill is, is proven now. And I don't think it's going to be like the last time he got paid. I think he's going to come in this year focused, and he's going to play good football. So, yeah, I think the Titans are going to – I got them as division winners. A.J. Sure. Brown was my favorite rookie receiver Oh, my year. gosh. He's a beast. He's a He's a like T.O. with hands. He's a grown man. He's like T.O. who can catch. <laughs> T.O. was known to catch with his chest <laughs> every now and then. He was known to drop the ball man. every now and then. Oh, yeah. We love T.O. around here, but uh, – Third best receiver ever. Third but anyway, best ever, right behind Jerry Rice at one it. and Moss at two. Right behind Randy Moss at one and Jerry Rice at two <laughs> is what BT meant to say right there. We'll edit that out. Who are you talking right. <laughs> <laughs> Since you want to talk receivers, let's talk current receivers. Who are your top five right now? Me and Burden, for those of y'all who don't know, we played together uh, in high school for two years. Yes, we did. And we both played receiver. I was outside. He was inside. So ever since then, we always go back and forth on who's the best. So right now, who you got in your top five? Well, I have a top seven. Because I couldn't, I couldn't do. That's a, that's all right. You know, I'm one of I those people do too. I couldn't do a top five. I'm one of those people too. Who you got? Do I have to do it in order? 
Uh, the people would like for you to do it in order so that they can <clears throat> ridicule you. DeAndre Hopkins is number one. He's the best receiver in the NFL because I've seen him do it with multiple quarterbacks. Tom Savage. TJ Yates. Uh, 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 <laughs> Brandon Whedon. But yeah, Matt Schaub. Uh, you know, you name it. Yeah. So I got Bobby. Hopkins as one. It's it's tough because my guy too is Julio. To be honest, that's like one A and one B because Julio to me is he is the one of the greatest physical specimen we've seen at receiver. I, I the dude is just like uh, I don't know, dude. He plays through injury. He's physical. He's uh, fast. He can jump. I mean, he does everything. He can run the route. He can run every route in the route tree. He can, it doesn't matter if you want to send him on a fade or he can catch a slant, take that 80. He's arguably the fastest person on the field. And if you want to throw him a jump ball. Is he 6'3"? 6'3", 6'4". So he's 6'3", 6'4", 230, 220? Probably about 225. Dude. He's a grown man. He's a grown man. So after those two, who you got? All right. So then it's Mike Thomas, third. Okay. You love Mike Thomas. Uh, Mike Thomas is incredible. I'm sorry. If you don't have him top three, you're just lying to yourself, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Mike Thomas at three. I got Devontae Adams fourth. Because I'll tell you why. <laughs> yeah, I need again. to know why. Because he is one of the best route runners. He okay. Can, he can block. Okay. He can go get it. I mean, he's another one of those guys like Julio. He's like a, he's like a great value brand Julio to me. Except he's like, what, 6'1", 6'2"? That I don't six know. One. I think he's 6'2". Okay, so I had Devontae Adams, 4. Tyreek Hill, 5. Okay. For obvious reasons. Yeah, game breaker. Odell Beckham. And I almost wanted to put Odell Beckham where Devontae Adams is. But after last season and the season before. I mean, he got hurt the season before. Yeah, it's been... He is obviously the most gifted athlete in the NFL. I'm glad you said that. There, There is no other athlete in the NFL that I would say is more gifted than Odell Beckham. But he's not really proven anything to us in the last couple of years. Went for 1,035 last year, 74 catches, only four touchdowns. Pedestrian. The previous year in New York, 77 catches, 1,052 yards, six touchdowns. And he missed like... And he, mean, was he, hurt, missed, he was hurt the year before that. He missed that. like... Oh, okay. So he got hurt in week three the year before that. I'm just saying, bro, those are pedestrian numbers. If you're trying to be... For, for who he is, yes, I'll agree with that. If but you're trying to be deemed top five, you got to do I more. think a lot of it played into Baker last year trying to make everybody happy. Baker just running for his he life as well. Good. The offense didn't look good as a whole. The, and they, the coach, they had no identity. We didn't know what they were. And the, the coach didn't know what he was doing, which is why he was out of there after one year. They had they have weapons on that offense. If they can put it together this year, and they just signed Austin Hooper. They just signed Austin Hooper. They still have Injoku. Injoku wants out, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, they have Kareem Hunt. They have Nick Chubb. I mean, we know about the Browns. They're a talented roster. If they put it together, he'll be in my top five right now. He's number right six. right now. We're waiting on him. So who's seven? Mike Evans. Okay. Mike Evans is also another guy okay. that I could have replaced with Devonte Adams at four. Okay. All right, man. And that's that's a, that's you. You talked me into the Mike Evans. I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy about that. Mike Evans is my dog, man. Uh, honestly, him and Johnny Manziel at A&M, that's what put him on. And he went top 10 in that draft, that 2014 draft with Odell, Devontae Adams, all those guys, Brandon Cooks. 
Was but, Mike Evans the reason Johnny Manziel was so good in college? Because he could scramble, run around, run around, run around, throw it up in the air, and, and Mike, Mike Evans, Evans was just there. Come. He's just a man amongst man. Amongst I mean, boys. With, I'm not going to take anything away from Johnny. Johnny was that dude. Yeah, but they got to the league and we saw who's who yeah. pretty fast. Well, you know what I mean, you know, some other things played into that. But let me give you yeah, my yeah. top. Who's your top five, Ryan? So first, it's like yours, but I got Julio first. Man. I, I knew, think I knew that. Just I can't. There's nothing he can't do, and there's nothing DeAndre Hopkins can't do. If you put it in his vicinity, he's going to catch it. Can't go wrong with Julio one. Yeah, so they're right there with each other. I'm actually excited to see Hopkins with Murray and Larry Fitzgerald. Think about Hopkins being in year eight or going into year nine, and you're getting to learn from Larry Fitzgerald. You came in with Andre Johnson, you took over, and now you get traded and you get to be with a legend, a first ballot Hall of Famer. For the last three or four, or no, I'm not going to three or four. Probably the last two years of his career. And imagine being Christian Kirk, yeah, right behind both those dudes, yeah, just just I taking like, in the the wisdom from those two. I've been waiting for Kirk to to have. He a hadn't year, done man. it yet. Maybe this will be the year. I don't know. We'll see. But so I got, you got Julio, then Hopkins. Yeah, and then I got Mike Thomas. Duh. Now, me and Burton used to argue about catches. <laughs> all right. We used to argue about Mike Thomas, but here's here's my only thing with Mike Thomas. I love Mike Thomas, first of all. Well, y'all just heard me put him at number three. Mike Thomas is asked, okay, how can I put this? Mike Thomas does not go deep. And I know that is not what they ask him to do. I know that they ask him to run those intermediate routes, uh, kill in that underneath game. Killing that comeback route game, maybe a 18-yard to 15-yard comeback route. Best possession receiver in the league? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, again, that's what they asked him to do. Does so, Emmanuel Sanders open it up to where oh, he can bro, run a deep route? They are going to be dangerous. All right. And if you're Emmanuel Sanders, this is sidetracking a little bit. You got to play with Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Gosh. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Ugh. And now you're getting to play with another Hall of Fame. Jimmy G. Wow. Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, I wouldn't put him in. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Mike Thomas went from 104 catch, 92 catches his rookie year, 104 catches the next year, and 1,200 yards, 125 catches the next year, 1,405 yards, and 149 catches, 1,725 yards last year. And so what we're saying is he's progressing upward. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know young. how you he's can only, top 1,700 yards. He's especially. only 26? Yeah, but now you have Emmanuel Sanders with you. They're about to be. So you don't, you don't have as much Ooh. pressure on you. But anyway... After Mike Thomas at four, I got OBJ. He yeah. is my favorite receiver in the NFL. I'm just waiting for him to That's bounce That's based back. off talent only. Yeah. I mean, uh, know, he's the most dynamic player with the ball in his hands. For sure. After him, Mike Evans. Mm. Uh, then Tyreek Hill because, like I said, he's a game breaker. Yeah. He's honestly unguardable. You so have to double So him. you had a top seven too, dude. Yeah, Keenan, Keenan Allen's number seven. I don't have Devontae Adams up there. Devontae got hurt last year, dude. Yeah. And that's that. That kind of played into it. Keenan, I forgot about Keenan. I just don't like his quarterback. I don't. I oh, don't. he's in a bad situation now. If we're going by quarterback situation, then I, I got to flip him and, and Devontae Adams for sure. But I will tell you, I, I kind of agree. I think Keenan Allen, man, that dude is a beast. Who would you say right now your top five quarterbacks would be? All right, transition into quarterbacks. I got Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott. We only defer on one of those. But, but that's present. That's like, if I wanted to go this year, like, who's top five this year, right? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Well, 
Not not there. If, if we were talking about top five, Tom Brady would be one. Because it's like Brady, Breeze, Aaron Rodgers, and Big Ben all still play. Depending on how he looks, which I mean, from I think he'll look good. But yeah, I got it's yeah Mahomes, Lamar, Russell, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, Drew Brees. To me, is like probably I I kind of think he's in there. But Deshaun Watson just is young, just signed a deal, so. Yeah, I think I think the future is here. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna put Dak in the top five. Of course, you aren't. Just because I have to see it against teams that are like, I need to see him do it, like the Minnesota game. If you think back, but and we're not even gonna get into that. I just need to see him do it you against the better Dak teams. In my top five. Oh yeah, <laughs> it doesn't now. surprise me at Come all. Come on, dog. I guess my fifth, even though I don't like him and I've never been a fan of him, is probably Roethlisberger. Um, he's stepping in. Bro, look what he, he's stepping in. Look at his receiving court. Juju Smith, uh, James Washington is finally coming up. And then last year, Deontay uh, Johnson, the rookie, had a good year. So interesting. I don't. And I you look at their that. defense. Their defense might be the best defense in that division if it's not the Ravens. But, but that's uh, go on, go on. I like Big Ben. I'm a huge Big Ben guy. I don't. I don't like him. I like him. So. I think that in, as far as a locker room guy for the longest time in his career, he was just I don't know. You listen to former players talk about it, and he was kind of, he was kind of to himself, or kind of had, he was clicked up. He's had some issues. Yeah. He's oh, a, he's had some issues. He drove his motorcycle in an eighteen-wheeler. Um, yeah. To name, to one. Yeah, to we won't one. get into the other issues. <laughs> yeah, who's, we will not. Your t- who's your so top? Big Ben. Hold, hold on. Big Ben's your number five, right? Then who's uh, four? No, actually, never. Uh, that, I'm di- that was disrespectful of me. I'm not off the uh, Aaron Rodgers. I, I'll put Aaron Rodgers at five. Ugh. Despite the decline that uh, the analytics and everything is saying, I'll put him at five. So you're switching him in for Big Ben. I'll put Rodgers at five. Then I'll go. Who was your four? Mine, mine was Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Rodgers at five. Deshaun Watson at four. Then I'll go Lamar Jackson at three. Russell Wilson at two. Pat Mahomes at one. So Russell at two because he can throw the ball. Russell, honestly. If Lamar doesn't have a ridiculous year that he had last year, Russell wins MVP. Absolutely. The last two They're games. Here. Th- Look at his receiving core. Hold on now. Don't Are sleep on inter- DK Metcalf. That's what I'm saying. Tyler, oh, you, you're Tyler talking Lockett, about it in a DK good way. DK Metcalf. Yeah. They just signed Josh Gordon. Yeah. Uh, the Seahawks are a real deal. They also got Greg Olson. I know he's old. It's better than what Let's they've had sleep. at tight end. Let's not sleep. They got plenty of running backs, too, to tote the rock. And, you know, hopefully they don't try to – run the ball the entire game this year and put Russell Wilson in a hole at halftime like they do every game, Yeah, which is what he's he's kind of voiced that, mm-hmm. saying instead of getting off to slow starts, let's just go let's for their throat immediately. Mm-hmm. And so, so we're pretty close on quarterbacks and yeah. receivers. I mean, I think, you know, if you know anything about football, you're probably – probably right on track with us i mean hopefully you are or you're mad right now saying we left somebody out that's true you'll be dming me soon running backs top five running backs for you top five okay off of right now yep right now i'm gonna go i don't care about the the bad talk he received after this past season zeke is the number one running back in the nfl he's got the line and they have the weapons on offense and Bro, just look at his history. He's the best running back in the NFL, in my opinion. After Zeke, I go Christian McCaffrey. He's a true weapon. You go for 1,000 yards receiving and 1,000 yards rushing. 1,300 yards rushing? 1,000. 
And he went for a thousand, bro. He's a beast. Yeah. And then third, I'm going Saquon. Saquon is just different. He's different. From anything we've seen <laughs> in a long time. Uh, four, Nick Chubb. Whew. I like Nick Chubb. And five, I'm going Derrick Henry. Because I don't know that the Titans are going to ask him to do what he did last year. He's still going to be productive. But, you know, that wear and tear on your body at some point is going to catch up to you. And I don't think... I don't think they want to put that kind of wear and tear on him after after giving him that new contract. That's crazy. You put Zeke number one. I'm proud of you. <laughs> uh, I I mean, I got Christian McCaffrey number one. Um, I respect because it. I just I just haven't ever seen anybody other than Ladanian Tomlinson do the kinds of things he does with the ball. Probably throw Marshall Falk in there. Marshall Falk. That's a good one. Uh, two was Zeke for me. Two okay. was Zeke for me. Who's three? Three, Saquon. So we're pretty close. Four is Derrick Henry. And for me, five is Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara when healthy. That's so not stipulations. A top, that's not a bad top five. I wanted to put Cook in there, but I don't know. I like Cook a lot. He's probably like six for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cook's, Cook's great when he's healthy. He's like a five-yard per carry guy. He's, I mean, he's the man, but he doesn't play a lot. He yeah. gets hurt. <laughs> let's jump into uh, predictions. Who you got as far as winning? Let's let's start. Get this out of the way. NFC East, Cowboys. Yeah. You want me to go quick? I got the Cowboys too. You want me to go quick through this or what? We got to go quick. Cowboys, NFC North. This one was really hard. Packers. Mm. I think the Lions are going to have a great year this year. I, I don't know. I can never say that because they're the Lions. I just have a weird like feeling that they're going to be like a wild card team. And that's, uh, that would be a great year for the Lions. And the Vikings are good, too. But I, I go Packers. Okay. Uh, NFC South, Saints. Bucks <laughs> don't stand a chance. Wow. Okay. Bucks going 7-9 and nine or so. Wow. Uh, this one's hard, too. NFC West. This one's hard. I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking that defense. I'm taking that defense, and I'm saying Cam Akers is going to have a breakout year. Jared Goff's going to get it together. And I think they're going to edge out Seattle and San Francisco. Okay. Okay. So that's the NFC. AFC, got the Bills. Got the Bills in the East over your Pats. All right. Pats are going to be mediocre <laughs> just like the Bucks. Okay. I got Ravens in the AFC North. That was kind of an easy one. Titans are going to win the South. And I got the Chiefs winning the West, obviously. Okay. Are yours, yours are pretty similar, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys winning the East. Uh, I hate the Eagles. I'll just be honest with you. But Who doesn't? The Eagles are talented. I just, I don't know. Cowboys should win that division. Uh, then go NFC North. I'll agree with you. I'll go Packers. Um, the Vikings, you got to replace some production, which you did draft uh, Jefferson in the first round to replace Diggs. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Cousins doesn't do it for me. Not for me either, man. That's the biggest problem. I'll go with Aaron Rodgers over Cousins all day long. Facts. Uh, NFC South, I'm going Tampa Bay. Yeah. I know that the secondary has question question marks. If but if the O line, if the O line can give Tom Brady time, if the O line is good this year for them, that offense should be 43 year old Tom. Brady. I don't care. With weapons, bro. Last year he had no, he was throwing a Julian Edelman who was playing injured and dropping balls led the league in drops I believe, and a, two rookie like come on no nope. I got I hear you I hear you it's Tom Brady 
And it's Mike Evans and it's Chris and Godwin Chris and Go- Rob yes. Gronkowski and OJ Howard. OJ, oh, Fournette. And now Leonard Fournette. We, who we didn't even talk about last week, but I think that was a great sign for them. I think it was too. All right, go ahead. Uh, as far as the NFC West, I'm going to go. Man, that's the toughest one for me. But I'm going. I'm going Seattle. I just. They're I'm a good. big Russell. I'm big on Russell Wilson, man. Yeah, he's good. He's got experience. So then I'll jump over to the AFC East. You know, I'm riding with the Patriots. Mm. Until we get knocked off, I'm not going to. There's no, there's no reason to even go with anyone else. Ken's going to dictate all that. We're going to find out. We'll see. He might be incredible. We'll I see. hope he is, man. After that, uh, NFC North, AFC North, sorry. I'll go I'll go Ravens. Um, AFC South, I'm going Titans along with you. Texans mm-hmm. trading DeAndre Hopkins was one of the dumbest moves ever. Mm-hmm. Ouch. And then in the West, of course, I'm going with the reigning champs, the Chiefs. Yeah. That one's easy. Yeah. The AFC West. The AFC is kind of easy. I mean, with exception to the AFC East. Who do you think will be the MVP? MVP, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, that can never be a bad pick. It's going <laughs> to be Patrick Mahomes or Dak Prescott. How about you? Bro, <laughs> I get it, but it's like, man... Okay, yeah, I respect your Dak. Your Dak. Uh, That's that might be biased, but if you look at it's his not roster, it's not biased. I mean, it's not far fetched that Dak goes crazy this year. It's not, but MVP type crazy. Thirteen wins, five thousand <laughs> yards, forty TDs. Let's just start let's with week, let's just start with week one. Nah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I say Mahomes probably, but Dak as like you know that's my wishful thinking. I'm gonna go with Russell Wilson. Not a bad choice. I know. Uh, I don't have a, a plan B. <laughs> I'm going Russell Wilson. You, you on don't that. need a plan B. What about uh, breakout players this year in the NFL? Breakout player? Um, I got I got mine right here. Raheem Mostert. Yeah, that's the 49ers. Good pick. good pick. Michael Gallup for the Cowboys. He kind of broke out last year. I'm talking about breakout, breakout. Talking about though. superstar status. I'm talking about he's breaking out this year. Like Cooper's going to get traded after this season, which pains me to say. I think they will trade him after this season. I'm, I'm with well, maybe depending on what happens this year, but I can see that happening. So Mostert, Michael Gallup, Miko Hardman. I don't know if Miko Hardman receives enough PT to put him in there, unless he overtakes uh, Robinson for sure at the third receiver, which is looking like it's going that way. They got Ro- Watkins too. Yeah, Watkins is the second receiver, and then of course Tyreek Hill. Honestly, the first option is probably Travis Kelsey, and then Tyreek Hill or flip those. Either way. Um, my breakout player of the year. Give us a good one. I'm gonna go with Cooper Cup. I mean, he was top five receiver last year, but I get what you're saying. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna do crazy things this year. I'm with you on that too. I like Cooper Cup, man, and I just they just throw the ball around so much in LA. So we'll see what happens with him. He could have some pretty, pretty, uh, pretty inflated numbers this year. <laughs> I would be, I would be happy to see that. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Cooper Cup fan. As far as comeback player of the year, who, who do you have? Well, that, that to me is probably Cam Newton. We agree on that for sure, man. Uh, I just If you uh, hear everything that's going on right now, all the veteran players like the McCourty twins, they're all saying they when they're leaving the field, Cam's still out there. When they're leaving the locker room, they'll walk past, and Cam is either in the weight room or he's in uh, a film room. He's the last one to leave. He's the first one he's to leave. He's a hard ride. worker. Yeah. 
and as much and as much as I hate Washington football team, I would love to see Alex Smith play. I would too, just for the story. But at the same time, I would love to see Dwayne Haskins develop. Develop. I, I don't want to see him be a bust. I don't want to see him. He's gonna bust. Nah, man. I don't want to see him be <laughs> one of these guys who gets one year basically, and then you're washed immediately, and then you never really get a chance again. Nah, I got you. Yeah, Cam Cam Newton for breakout player. We agree. Comeback on that. player. All right, so we both agree on Cam. Uh, last thing we want to get into. Had some uh, some listeners send in questions, and we we told everyone we would take the top three questions. Shout out to my boy Armando Rivera, all the way out in Riverside, about an hour outside of LA, out of, all the way out in Cali, man, listening to the show. Uh, we somehow what linked up? up linked up on uh, Instagram, and he's actually listened to the show since the first episode. So appreciate it, bro. And he wants to know: Will Deshaun Watson regret? the contract extension when Bill O'Brien gets fired after this season, if he gets fired? Uh, no. Uh, I won't, um... You can't regret $111 million. Yeah. I, there's no... No, nah. nah, he won't regret it. He might, If he likes Bill O'Brien, he might be a little upset. Yeah. I don't know why Why our homeboy... What, Armando? Yeah. Dang, Armando, why are you already writing off Bill O'Brien? Is my <laughs> question. I mean, yeah, he's got the butt chin and stuff. He looks weird, but... <laughs> nah, what, man. What's wrong with Bill O'Brien? I, th- I think him and Watson, they actually, I mean, he drafted Watson. Yeah. So they get along well. If he gets fired, does it affect him? Like, maybe, you know, he'll always be like, thanks for being the one that gave me a chance. But yeah. as far as does it affect his bag? Nah. Oh, get a new coach in there. That yeah, can, and Deshaun I mean, Watson's going to develop no matter what. He's just one of those guys that works constantly. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate the question. Appreciate it, bro. Uh, next question is from my boy Jeff. Jeff wants to know, moving forward, how frequently do we plan on releasing episodes? Hopefully once a week. Yeah, man. Our, our goal right now every is... Every Tuesday? Yeah, every Tuesday we're trying to get it done. So we record and try to get it uploaded the next day. It depends how much we can pay Pudge yeah. behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Shout, out to, shout out to Pudge, man. Shout out to Pudge. Got the sound time. quality on, on point. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, that's our goal. That's my boy Jeff. He's out in Tennessee. All right, Jeff. Yeah, hopefully once a week on Tuesday, Jeff. Appreciate the question. Appreciate it, man. And the last question is from my boy, David. David Gloria. Shout out to my dog, man. What'd he do? Uh, he wants to know, looking at the way things are going right now with every sport, do you think we'll see the same thing next season due to COVID? Will, will there be bubbles? Will there be no fans? Uh, will college sports still be shut down a year from now next season? What do you think? Every sport. I sure hope not. I think we'll be back to normal, but... I don't know what normal is. Yeah. I don't know if that means everybody's wearing a face mask in the stadium. Everybody's got to sit a seat apart or something. I really don't know what that means. But I would like to think next year by like the time the NBA tips off or whatever, they're going to be playing in the stadium. Hopefully by football season. Oh, oh you're saying the NBA won't be in the bubble. Well, he's saying next year, right? Next yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously this year football is going to be – I don't. we still don't know if there's going to be fans, right? Well, We're for, like a week out. Some How stadiums, do we not know? Some stadiums are having fans uh, and some aren't. Some won't have fans for the first couple home games and then they'll wait and see. And in October they might make some adjustments. But as of right now, uh, you know, it changes every day, honestly. So we'll hear. We'll hear about it soon. Well – DG, I would say this: It's encouraging to see that there's going to be fans in some of the some of the stadiums this year. Yeah. So hopefully next year, you know. Hopefully, because I, I, I with football, 
Especially the NFL and college you football, man. You need the crowd. For that. Football, you gotta have the crowd. So yeah, man. Appreciate that, David. But that's all the time we got. We appreciate y'all listening as always. Everybody be safe this weekend. Catch some games. We'll be back next week. BT. We'll be with y'all next week. Appreciate you listening. Yes, sir. I may be wrong, but I doubt it. Yeah.